Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that's ringing in the new year. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. So it's what, January 2nd? Uh, yes. Yeah? Oh, I remember yeah, it from is. last week. Look at me go. January 2nd. 2019. Woo! 2019. Who would have thought that all those things that happened in the last month of 2018 would happen, eh? What huh. a December. My what goodness. a roller coaster. Roller coaster. See, this is actually really bad. Because if it is like, if something terrible happens, we sound then, like assholes. Oh, such jerks. Well, no. I would hope you would cut this out before uploading. <laughs> <laughs> like, you won't remember. Yeah. Fuck. This is the start of the podcast. I can't cut this. I'm, you can you can trim. This is season six, episode 20, Villains. Original air date, May 14th, 2002. Getting deep into that there season there, Michaela. Oh boy. This, this, this one and two more. <laughs> oh boy. That's it. This, I really understand why you were like, well, is it all just a three-parter uh, or maybe a four-parter? It's a bit of a four-parter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Because you really need the end of the previous episode to get things kicked off. And yeah, we're just rolling now. Now, what I don't want to see is the same thing that happened last season, where did, like, the last two episodes need to be two separate episodes? Did we need to spend that much time with the Knights of Byzantium? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Let me tell you right now, Buffy is not going to go into a comma, so. Oh, that's good. That's the first Man, thing. that is what happened. Fuck. <laughs> she killed five people and then she went into a comma. I will also tell you that these three episodes are, they have very similar ratings. Mm -hmm. So I think that maybe speaks to them kind of having similar content levels. And that's what I figured would be happening. I am all on board for this. Chew, motherfucking chew. I'm so glad you got a picture of this mustache. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we start off, and where did we end last episode, Michaela? With some Buffy got shot in the backyard. Tara got shot upstairs. Fire. Yeah, yeah. Gunshot wounds. We got some GSW, as I think one of the EMTs says. Yeah, galore, you might say. Oh my goodness! And this man has just the most <laughs> so unfortunate gross. mustache Holy you God. have ever seen. Like it's 2002, right? Ugh. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what this man was thinking. 30 plus years too late for this mustache? Easily. Yeah. And he's trying to be an actor, right? Like, he's trying to be an actor in California, and he's got this fucking mustache on. You don't know. Maybe the costume department stuck that on his face. <laughs> that could be a fake mustache. It doesn't look uh, that real. The cruelest treatment. <laughs> anyway, we get a real nice one of the EMTs riding up to the Summer's house, going into the backyard, seeing what's up with Buffy, trying to do their best to stabilize her. Xander has called the EMTs here. In terms of amounts of blood, there is some blood on Buffy. There's really not very much blood on Tara, and that's all I'm going to say about the subject. But Buffy yeah. is clearly in some trouble. And mm -hmm. yeah, Xander, he has blood on a weird place on his shirt. <laughs> like the bottom of his button up shirt has blood on it. And you're like, how did it get there? Doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Willow is upstairs. Pretty distraught about this oh. whole Terra situation, right? I don't know a lot about anatomy, but was she shot directly through the heart? Possibly. And who's to blame? You, probably. <laughs> if that song is anything to go off of. I do or give maybe love a bad name. Yeah. 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 Anywho, Willow's like, well, did this before, yeah. know what to do. Let's summon Osiris and get him to put this shit back, you know? They obviously had to get this out of the way because, mm -hmm. right, Willow is going to do this. She's done this recently, you might say. So, like, yeah. this is going to be the first thing she tries. And, yeah, this reasoning that Tara is a human killed by human means, nothing mystical. So you don't get to do a wacky spell to just bring her back because you're sad. Okay, yes, I like that. Also, she doesn't have an urn. You need yeah. an urn. No, they were very, very clear about the whole urn thing. Like, before they were super clear about the whole urn thing and now they're just like mm, we haven't heard of urns instead 
now it's because she was killed by a human or like by natural means rather than mystical that you can't bring her back and i'm like what about the urn guys that was like i know it was 20 weeks ago but that's not that long ago at the same time like it was made very clear that that was the last urn so is this episode just going to turn into willow on an urn hunt if you don't do it this way no that was the last urn yeah like there isn't another one to to find (laughs) like she can't go find anything else it doesn't matter that she, you know, this was mystical. She doesn't have an urn, man. So you need you, an urn. You would have preferred him to be like, um, there's no more urns left, so you're out of luck, buddy. <laughs> no, I absolutely wouldn't have wanted that to happen, right? Because it's it's super dumb. Yeah, and you're like, really oh, I remember that from right. 18 or 19 20, weeks ago. 20 weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, right. Urn. Something with a, a pot getting smashed by loud bicycles. <laughs> like... Did that ever happen? Yeah. And no, it's so clunky to call back to. At the same time, they've got established lore and they're like, well, it was too long ago in the past for us to remember. So (sighs) other rules now. Whatever. The bottom line is that you can't bring Tara back. Tara is gone. Done, done, done. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. So Buffy gets carted off in the ambulance. Xander sees Willow walk out of the house covered all in blood. And he's far too in shock to do anything with this information. Because Buffy is dying. Yeah. And and that's important. And that's fine. I mean, yeah, if he was thinking rationally, he might think, gee, Willow looks fine, but she's covered in blood. How did that happen? But he does not have the capacity for that kind of thought process. Not at all right now. So he's going with Buffy to the hospital because they have to do surgery to take this bullet out of her. Yeah, so the nerds are sat in jail. Lil J is pretty pessimistic about their chances. Andrew is here in this episode, and I guess they're both happy to get a credit in this episode. And there's a reason they're in this episode. Well, Andrew's pretty sure that Warren's coming for them. Yeah. Or for him, at least. And that's not true. Grossly not true. Oh, boy, is it untrue. Completely untrue. Yeah. Yeah, because Warren's, in fact, going to a bar, which for some reason is not Willie's, and you're like... (gasps) Guys! I also have a note that it's not Willie's. <laughs> of course, there I is know. a demon bar. Why are this they is Sunnydale. There is one human bar in Ugh. total, and you're telling me there are multiple, multiple. demon bars? Yeah. What? So what? I've got a picture I've called Super Cool Guy. Oh yeah. Of Warren trying to buy all the demons in the bar around with his uh, sweet sunglasses on. He is so unpopular. He's so this lame. is recently Holy enough fuck. after the Matrix that he thinks this looks cool. <laughs> though yeah he does he thinks he looks super fly oh yeah yeah so he's much less famous than he thought he was you know (laughs) keep saying the trio you've heard heard of us us. yeah Yeah. it's actually a pretty good running gag no one has any idea what the fuck he's talking about oh yeah because they're base level evil he tries to describe their exploits and he's like freeze ray no (laughs) yeah everyone's just like who is this fuck yeah yeah like what other exploits did they really have they had the freeze ray the invisaray but they didn't really use that for much a lot of rays nefarious they had a bank heist where they were initially getting their funding from yes uh they did almost make buffy kill all of her friends and family I would say that's... Uh, wacky fun. That's high on their list of accomplishments. Mm, but it's an almost, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Like, you can't take credit for an almost. Yeah. As Warren tries to. He's like, hey guys, you're all gonna think I'm super cool now. I killed the Slayer. <laughs> Shot her right in the heart. Left without making sure she was dead. Like a real villain. And no one is really impressed. Yeah, when that vampire was so annoyed that Warren was interrupting his program, I was just a <laughs> Delighted. His program, which is a crocodile <laughs> yeah. eating thing. It's like a nature sort of nature. It's a documentary show. about <laughs> alligators or some yeah. such. Yeah. Yeah. And so everyone in the demon bar is now laughing at Warren because they're like, oh, you didn't kill the slayer. You just made her really mad. It's gonna be really so funny angry. when she yeah. breaks you into a bunch of little pieces. Just tinder. Yeah. Like absolute <laughs> small kindling. Uh, that's some bad news for Warren, you know, it's not going to go great. Oh yeah. Speaking of not going great for Warren, Willow's going into the magic box to get some power. Yeah. She wants the dark arts books, basically. And I've captured an image of Anya here in a picture that I've titled Nanya. I called it, I have it later. I wanted, I like desperately wanted her full outfit. Because I, I needed to get those pants in there too. I've called this business casual. Business casual. There it is. <laughs> I think oh it's my the same, goodness, those The pants. same vein as Nanya. 
I think she looks like a nun. Yeah. Her, the top the half. the black and the white on Absolutely. the top. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you add in the pants, it is more of a business casual look. I'm not sure these pants can be considered casual in any way. <laughs> they Like, they're high on the waist, right? Yeah. They're high up there. They're tight. They're real tight. And the pattern on them is aggressive. Whatever. I would wear these to my place of business. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'll get you these pants and I want you to wear them there. Good. Oh my goodness. I challenge you to find me these pants. I think she may be sewn into them, honestly. They're they're, they're not crazy. as tight as you're making them sound. All right. They look Maybe stretchy not. to me. Oh yeah, probably stretchy. Anyhow. Anyway, Willow's here for some books, some learning. You've got dark arts. I've got booko. <laughs> I like that we both both wanted the pentagram on her face when oh, yeah. we took the picture. No, you got to have the pentagram on her face yeah. as all of the book knowledge. She sucks it dry, right? Yeah. She puts her hand in this pile of books <laughs> and just, just sucks all the words off of yeah, them. Yeah, all the evil knowledge, literally, yeah. in the form of words... Yep. It's sucked into her body and turns her hair black. Because, hey, you know what, Michaela? Knowledge That's is how power. it works. Hey, that's true, you know? Yeah, and Anya kind of tries to stop her, but she uses this same freezing spell again and again in the episode <laughs> where, like, she's just annoyed that people want to come near her, so yeah. she just kind of freezes them in place. No touching. Yeah, no touching. No touching! No touching! No touching! No touching! Anyway, Willow has absorbed all this knowledge, and now she is Dark Willow. Her hair Woo! is so dark. Soup's dark. Her clothes are not dark yet, but they give will it be soon. Mere minutes. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's, you love soup's good? How? And I mean, I don't blame anyone for this this time, but everyone forgot about Don again. Oh my god, right? Right. This is something that we actually need to talk about, though. I don't remember Buffy being this shitty of a sister, because she's the worst. And it's not Buffy's fault this time. But, like, everyone still forgets about her pretty hard, just in general. I mean, Xander... Xander should have called the school. He's still worried about... Like, Buffy is still in critical condition. So he's still in that place, and Willow is 100% focused on this vengeance, essentially. Yes. So, I, like, they shouldn't have forgotten, yes, but I kind of see why they did. Yeah, this is probably the most excusable one. It's just that it it's another in the series, and the series is so long of them forgetting that Dawn exists. And, and this you're is... like, the entire point is that she didn't, and then you remembered it. So to go yeah. completely backwards is weird. And... Like, all the other times they forgot about Dawn, she didn't have to find the lifeless body of one of her moms. Right? Right. Oh my god. Yeah, like, Dawn is gonna be fucked up about this, you would But hope. this is what we have to talk about. Like, is this ever gonna get better? Are the, Do the writers realize what they're doing? Clearly, they've had, like, three episodes where they were like, oh, Buffy's been a shitty sister. We'll fix that this episode. But they do it again and again and again. And it just keeps coming up, and I'm like, will that ever... Be be better things are gonna be different next season and when I dawn is dead i can't tell you how because there are some things that i think you have no idea about well okay i know like two things yeah in, this, in the rest of buffy now. yeah you don't know very much so i, really I know can't... one character that gets introduced next season right i know the big bad that sort of shows up at the end of next season i've heard something about uber vampires oh, and right. i have heard something oh right teak spoiled that one death there's gonna right. be a death of natural causes and that's like season or episode four or something i don't know Fuck. some one of the one of the people dies yeah she's not important but yeah that's that's literally all i know about the rest of this show yeah, so I, I haven't mean, watched it. This is just it. You're an actual newbie next season, which is sort of an interesting thing for us. <laughs> oh yeah, like it, it's so different from my usual watch through of this show. I, I would call you 50-50 up to now. You either knew everything about what was going to happen or nothing at all. <laughs> Listen, I am so thrilled that you would credit me with 50% knowledge of what's happened. I knew Faith two Mare, episodes. Giant Snake. <laughs> yeah, <okay>? exactly. <laughs> oh, so you, you're agreeing with me that I knew everything important about that season. Like, how many of those things were relevant at the end of that season? 
all three. Faith Mayor Giant Snake, yeah. <laughs> that, like, if we're talking about broad strokes, that is all ha- <laughs> that happens in that season. No, you're forgetting about Scott Hope, that super important character. Yo, I was thinking about Clauda rings today. We haven't seen a chowder ring in so long. Because that was, like, such an angel thing. Because I think they're Irish. And you know yeah, how angel yeah. is from jolly old Ireland. <laughs> jolly old Ireland. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, that used to be such a big thing, though. Buffy got, like, triggered by the sight so of a chowder triggered. And then oh. one maybe brought Angel back from the hell dimension question mark. Right? <laughs> that never got resolved? What the no, fuck? It's oh, super so weird. Did. Okay. All right. Before we go into arguably my least favorite part of this episode, cool. I think it's time to take a quick break, go into our first segment. This is, as always, Slang Alert. Your social skills aren't exactly streets ahead. Know what I mean? I don't. You're not alone in this case. Pierce, stop trying to coin the phrase streets ahead. <laughs> oh, good. So, Michaela, we are not youths, I would say. Oh, right? we're, we're aged. Exactly. Aged beasts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would like you and me to <laughs> share an update on the slang of today with our listeners so that we can all become better informed, you know? I was so hyped to tell you about weird flux but okay and then you were all like oh i've heard that one tell me about it more (laughs) i want you to use it in a sentence i want you to tell me where what it means i want you to tell me why you haven't used it on me yet that's true i mean most things i generally forget about is its existence right so the slang that you know is weird flex but okay yeah so let's say that you were telling me about this super sweet mother of pearl toothbrush that you shoplifted, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I might say to you, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Indicating <laughs> that I think it's sort of a weird thing for you to be telling me and like you seem really proud of it and I don't really understand, but whatever, you do you. Well, yeah, a flex in this case is talking about, you know, similar to flexing your muscles, it's bragging or showing off something that you are proud of. Yeah, and in this instance, I don't really agree that you should be proud of it, but (laughs) Right, exactly. That's why it's a weird flex. Yeah. But you're my friend, so okay. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like weird flex, but okay, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I've got a bit of slang of my own to share with you. I trawled through some Urban Dictionary. Oh, And let me tell you, it's been difficult for me. Yeah? Yeah, there's just nothing super good. I found this, um, bitextual. Oh, no. So, are you an expert in more than one type of technology? You might be. Bitextual. (laughs) Have you used an iPad and an Android phone? You're bitextual. Like, this sounds like something a 50-year-old man made up to try to connect with the youths. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you accusing me of? (laughs) Yeah, you're not 50. You're near that, maybe. Who's to say? (laughs) I'm not usually uh, triggered by my age, but saying that I'm near 50 seems just inaccurate, really. It is. I'm closer to that than zero, I guess. Yeah, and it's problematic for me because I am older than you, and so calling you old is not really a place I want to be in. Right. Yeah. Now, for our final bit of slang, just to keep the, the listeners up to date, we were talking a bit before the podcast about extra, and right. I want you to tell me about extra. It's just, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just being over the top. Melodramatic, right? Yeah, like just like just too much. Like you're <laughs> yeah. you're you're being too much right now. You're being you are extra. bringing too much to whatever situation you are in. Yeah. Now I was confused initially because I thought this was basically the opposite of basic, but it's not. No, those are different. Like they're on orthogonal plane sort of thing. Because being basic is conforming essentially, like right. doing all the things that everyone else does. So you can be basic and get your pumpkin spice latte and right. then you can also be extra and just gossip about everything and or even putting like six inches of whipped cream on your pumpkin oh spice latte oh my god that is basic and extra <laughs> oh wow yeah i've captured it in true perfection damn that's good <laughs> all right well thank you very much for keeping me up to date 
Yeah, you're welcome. I hope we've done a service for the listeners as well. Always. Yeah, and we're so let's hip. talk about Rack coming back. I mean, Zach is back again. He's still named Rack. Oh, boy. And not, it's whack. Not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> I will say that. Oh, man. When he showed up, I was just imagining you, I don't know, like facing away from the TV until he was gone. <laughs> I had forgotten that he was coming back, of Good. course, because you tell me things and it just goes right out the other ear. Yeah. Don't bother. Right. And this happened and I was like, no, but it's only for <laughs> one scene and he's mostly telling Warren how completely fucked he is. And, you know, as someone for Warren to go to to try to get some amount of magical protection, I don't hate this. Sure. Like, you know, Rack's a sketchy dude. He has some amount of power and people are always coming to him and giving him things. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that he would be reasonably powerful. And yeah, Warren's just like, take all this money, give me everything you possibly can so I can survive, basically. Yeah. And it goes like moderately well, you know. He has some stuff. He's got some tricks up his sleeve, as he says. And uh, we'll we'll see how those tricks pan out for him, you know? Sort of okay. You know? <laughs> All gone things better. considered, things go right. sort of okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Buffy is getting some surgery here in the operating room, which A, I feel like is not separated by enough doors from just Xander the outside. Xander is watching! Like, Xander's watching. He's right the fuck there! And this nurse goes through one set of swinging double doors and, and it's just like in surgery. a sterilized space. And you're like, it isn't is there not. some sort of airlocking system where it's you have to like sterile. wash your hands? There's no fucking way. <laughs> There's no way. Anyway, yeah. this is not actually the main problem I have with this surgery. Oh, this the fucking... Ma- <laughs> yeah. Main problem I have is that Buffy has been shot through nearly the heart. Yeah. And they're just like, mm, fuck it. Leave the shirt on. That's fine. We yeah. don't need space to operate around here. It's just a chest wound. We'll just cut this little hole right where the bullet <laughs> is. And then just, just poke on in there and grab it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what surgery is. Yeah, you can. You want to preserve as much of the shirt as possible, really. You know what my problem is with this scene? What's up? That some scary-looking chick, namely Willow, who's now in her dark Willow duds, pictures mm-hmm. from later. She yep. walks in. All of the machines start going crazy. She tells them to leave, and then these doctors and nurses are just like, "Well, she said we should leave. We we better go." Hippocrates, who's that? Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of him. I mean, I'm this... out. I'm not calling a cold code silver. <laughs> Fuck that, man. The patient's flatlining, but you yeah. know what? This scary lady told us to leave, so we should probably just do what she says. She's got some, you know, mind stuff. There's probably happening. some mind stuff happening, and they do live in Sunnydale, so they know when scary things are going down. Yeah, but it's like an oath. It's like the it's defining feature of your of profession. Being a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I know why I don't remember Buffy getting shot. Oh, yeah. Because Willow's just like, boop, 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 pull it out. You are fine. Let's go kick some ass. Come on, guys. Saddle up. Like, Buffy's basically just fine. She's immediately just like, okay, here we go in the car. And it lasted like 10 minutes. Yeah. And... Like, we don't, we don't we really don't have time for... No, no, no. Like, this isn't an episode about Buffy getting shot. That's not the point. No. So, fuck it. Like, Willow has all this power. Normally, she wouldn't mess with the human body in this way. But she's, like, far beyond caring about things <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, the hangover from this. Whew, it's gonna Oof. be rough. Yeah, no. let's let's not think about that. <laughs> we're, we're so deep in this magic, like... This is the level where there should be no coming back, right? Right, yeah. Willow is gone <laughs> for all yeah. all intents and purposes. We used to know Willow, and now we know someone else. And she's yeah. great, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, well, she's pretty fun, you know? So Warren gets a bus ticket. <laughs> uh-huh. And my first thought was like, that is not fast enough. Surely, yeah. surely Sunny D has an airport. It does have an airport, right? We saw Giles use it. Right. Of course, the old Sunny D airport. Airport. Yeah. And I understand that this is, we're about to find out him trying to distract Willow. Right, it's a robot. Yeah, but like real Warren should have gotten on an airplane in this time. Or send fake Warren on an airplane and then Willow has to go track that. Actually, there is an airplane no, involved. That that robot is not making it through airport security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is after 2001. Shit. You appear to oh be entirely God. made of metal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh boy, he's so having a rough got, time. 
Willow's got on her dark Willow duds now, as mm-hmm. I've called them. They are I good. I couldn't get like a full body picture. She just kept walking, and all the oh, my yeah. pictures were garbage. But she's got the the kind of darkish coat that she was wearing earlier in the season. Yep. And she's got all black, and she's got her black hair, and. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore. No, 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 no. She's going to drive this car, question mark, whose car is it? It's purple and weird. Anyway, she's driving across the desert. Yeah, Yeah. she wants to find Warren and kill Warren. That's it. That's a, hey, that's a good purpose you got there. You know what? Yeah, so they find the bus and Warren comes off the bus and turns out it's a robot. Turns out it's a robot. Willow crushes its neck so hard that its eyeball pops out. And I'm like, I'm not sure that's exactly how robots work. Show. Anyway. Glad to see more robots in this show. Oh, right. It is another robot. Perfect. You know what? I am like 80% sure there's no robots in <gasps> season seven. Oh my God. I don't want to lie to you, but like, I really am pretty sure. Let's hope I didn't lie. We'll see. What's our, what's our quote on giant snakes like? I think maybe zero. <gasps> no. This like, show is abandoning all that has made it great. <laughs> I know. I have such an important question for you. Do it. And like, I really, like, I want your like true opinion. Okay. Okay. Do you think Warren fucked the robot of himself? (laughs) (laughs) No, he would have been a bit pressed for time in this instance, but you know what? I think he would have made the time just for a quickie. Well, I mean, how long has he had this robot? I don't think he made it today. No, no. He has experimented with this robot. That's for sure. Oh, has Andrew had a, had a turn with the Warren robot? No, no, no. Andrew doesn't get a chance to get near this thing. Warren knows what's up. Keeping Andrew well away. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Warren's been a robot this entire time. Yeah. I mean, Did anyone maybe ever he's think of that? still a robot. We'll yeah. find out later that that is untrue. But that's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, it's grossly untrue. <laughs> grossly untrue. Yeah. Uh, so Warren put his essence in the robot with Rack's help, which is all well and good. Willow tells Xander and Buffy mm-hmm. that Tara is dead. She, you know, wants to kill Warren still. So she disappears after pushing them over with, again, it's a yeah. good spell. It's a, it's the same spell. And yeah, so they sort of try to tell her that this is a bad idea, killing a person because, I mean, obviously she's very hurt. They understand, but they don't want her to be a killer. This does is not going to get through to her. Like this, it's a, these are wasted breath on their part. It's a very interesting moral perspective that the show takes where killing a person is like an irredeemable act. And right. this crops up a lot, lot in media, right? Like the entirety of Harry Potter, basically. And I mean, central. like, shouldn't Batman kill the Joker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you've got to, yeah. you've got to do the math at some point. Like and how many think, times has he escaped from Arkham Asylum? A million? Maybe you should kill him this time. God, that was in the most recent Avengers movie. Uh, so Infinity War, for anyone who's listening to this far in the future, they're all like, we don't trade lives. And I'm like, you should. Yeah. You could save trillions many. of people many. if you traded a life right now. Yeah. And that's just one guy. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like Willow killing this dude, like, there are worse things that could happen. Her going off the deep end on magic? Historically bad news. It really seems to mainly be Buffy, who is very adamant that Willow should not kill Warren. Like, later on, she's talking to Don about it. Don's like, "Mm, I'm not that bothered by it. Xander doesn't seem to be very bothered by it. Oh no, Xander is pro-killing Warren. Warren has done enough damage that, just like, stop him, you know? Don't let him get away wackily. Like, it's, it's Buffy who is very much on this train of Willow can't become a killer. And we talked a little bit last time about how it's odd that people retcon last episode to be like, oh, Spike didn't do those horrible things. But you know what? There's a precedent because the show will never acknowledge that Buffy has killed five people. Those, yeah, Knights of Byzantium who are human people that Buffy killed. And now she's like, you can't kill a single person. It's against our code. And you're like, Buffy, obviously it's retconned, right? Like that, that episode did not We're just pretending. Yeah. Absolutely. That it did not happen. Yeah. For sure. And from that perspective, okay, Buffy's got this thing about Willow killing people, but like, mm, if you're going to kill someone, Warren's probably a good choice. He's, he's really (laughs) a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. I mean, it's one of those things where she's just kind of crazed with grief and she's going to go and kill this guy. And how are they going to stop her? And that's basically (laughs) like, that's this episode in a nutshell. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you can't stop her. No. Nope. <laughs> Warren's going to try. It's not going to go great. 
So Buffy and Xander finally go back to see what's going on with Dawn. Again, they remember it makes that she sense exists. Yeah. That, well, they like go home and they're like, all right. No, they're like, Dawn? Dawn, are you here? <laughs> well, the front door's wide open. Of course they're wondering who's home. She's been sitting with her dead mom for several oh. hours now, which is... It's so traumatizing. Oh my god. Incredibly. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Donnerino, you know? Poor Donnerino. And then we have sort of a weird transition. Because now Tara's body is being taken away yeah. by the morgue. And everyone's sitting down in the front room. And everyone in this case is, of course, Buffy, Xander, and Don. And Buffy's had time to do her hair. Yeah. And I'm like, if there's ever a moment, show, to just not have Buffy have the momest of hair it's as so i've captured momish. my picture like it's the worst what when in the police coming and interviewing everyone and like setting up a crime scene and trying to take a bazillion photos and this morgue there are these more people coming and taking the body away when did you say yeah i've got a couple hours spare i'll do my hair real nice i'll curl it at the ends give it a bit of a wave through the middle you know make it look real momish yeah, this idea that they didn't just leave her hair in a ponytail is insanity. And I don't know what they were thinking. It doesn't even look that good. No, it doesn't look good. It, it makes like her look super old. How old yeah. is she? She's not that old, right? Not by now. No. She's, she was said to be 21 uh, earlier in the episode. Oh, that is super untrue. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so SMG is 25 right now yeah which that's what i was gonna say yeah is still pretty young for how old they've managed this, to make the her hair, look this entire the season not doing her any favors yeah no well this season they've been pretty bad to her they're like all right you're gonna look like you're on your way to many important business meetings like you're in your <laughs> mid-50s <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anywho, uh, sure. Buffy's done her hair. Great. Yeah. I think Willow, we got a quick little thing of Willow using Tara's blood on her mm. blood spattered shirt to make a locator spell. Yeah, that's good times. Yeah, it's, it's so effective. It's yeah, just blood like, of the innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a little dot of exactly where Warren is. Have fun finding him. Fucking A. Don yeah. wants Warren to be dead. You know, Xander wants Warren to be dead. As we said, Buffy doesn't want to. And that's their difficulty right now. They need to find Willow too, I guess. Yeah. Oh god, right. Uh I thought we were done with like Don getting the shaft this episode. We're so not. Nope, oh we're my not. god. Right. So Don wants to go with Buffy and Xander to find Willow, but this is yeah. still too dangerous, right? Everything's too dangerous. Everything is too dangerous for Don. Yeah. Going to school, too dangerous for Don. Staying at home, too dangerous <laughs> too for dangerous. Don. Too dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to be in a, a little bubble. But you know what's not dangerous? Letting oh, her go hang to hang out, out with, with Spike. Spike. Yeah. yeah. Let her go hang out with Spike. The, is there a single person that would actually be worse to go to at this moment? Uh, Rack. Sure. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Fair point. Go hang out with Rack, Dawn. That's. <laughs> On the imagine. other hand, Rack didn't sexually assault Buffy last, or sorry, today. I think it was last night. Technically yesterday, very recently. Let's say within twenty-four hours. Right. Know. So Rack has not done this, and in that, Correct. like that, that makes a case for Rack. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So hey. <laughs> I mean, Buffy's argument for this, because Xander makes this exact point, and Buffy's like, oh, well, Spike literally can't hurt Dawn, so it's fine. What? It's not fucking fine. My Like, God. why are you taking Xander with you? You leave Xander right? with Dawn. Because Xander's need... useless. Ugh. Yeah, he is. He says he's an equal level of helpless, like, to Dawn. So Xander's super opposed to this idea, and I'm not normally with Xander, but, like, no, this is a legitimately <laughs> terrible idea. It's a shitty idea. Luckily, Clem is there instead. No, not luckily. He's a literal demon. So, I know that he's wacky and he's fun and we love Clem and I love seeing Clem. And him hanging out with Don is going to be adorable. Except he's an actual demon. And Buffy has met him three times at yeah, most. Right. So when you look at Clem from the perspective of Clem is so fun and cute, it's great. But when you really start to think about how much we know about Clem... It is very problematic. We at least know that he eats kittens, probably. probably. And you know what? Is there a super big difference between kittens and Dawn, and Dawn. to someone oh, like Clem? He spilled not. his snacks on the floor. He's hungry. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, Buffy's just winning the Sister of the Year award, and I'm like, <laughs> is this is this gonna get 
a resolved talked about because it's been talked about three or more times we just haven't done anything with that other than buffy being like sorry sis gotta leave you with this demon we don't know have fun Maybe they'll get lucky and Clem will be able to help Dawn work through the trauma that she experienced today. (laughs) You know, two birds, right? (laughs) Oh, God. And then, like, I don't even have a chance to get less to get cooled down here. Right. Because our very next scene is Spike in darkest Africa. Do you like what I've called my picture? Uh, ab- Africadabra. <laughs> How'd he get here? Who oh. fucking knows? Did he ride here on his motorcycle? <laughs> right? Oh, God. I see. This show was like, man, remember when we used to do gypsy curses? That was great. We should go back to being sensitive like that. Let's have Spike go to deepest, darkest Africa. Africa. To find the solution to his chip problem. Who boy is this wacky in a not fun way? (laughs) Who did this? (laughs) And like, it's the wiki confirms that it is in fact Africa. There's a baobab tree. At least if it was South America, he could have reasonably gotten there by land. The trees are wrong for that. The people are wrong for that. Yes, it's very true. Yeah. And like, so if you think too hard about it, the idea, like this can't possibly be happening simultaneously, right? Africa is too far away. Yeah, right. It was, it was a day to- ago. Sorry. It was yeah. this morning that Spike left. So the, the most logical explanation is either that they're just, you know, showing it this way for dramatic effect or Spike teleported to Africa. <laughs> When I saw that it was darkest Africa, oh man, I, listen, I blessed the rains, you know? Uh, Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Last episode, I was asking you if you knew what Spike was going to go do, and you had no idea, and I was very excited for you to find out that he was going to go to Africa. (laughs) Okay. Yep. It's all taking a reasonable turn with... Don being left with Clem and Spike being in Africa. Yeah. What an episode. You know what? I think I think let's go into our next segment just to cool down a little bit. Well, should we tell everyone what Spike's doing here? Because sure. I don't want to talk about this again after yeah. this. There's a spooky demon man who lives in a cave. And Spike is going to go through a series of trials to return to his former self. Right. So yeah. chip gone or deactivated. Glowy eyed demon going to fuck his shit up. But he's ready for it. You know, he's going to be back to being a badass. So there yes, we go. let's go right. into our segment and just cool off for a little bit because God, that was a pile of nonsense. I, <laughs> it's It just skates right past you when you're in the episode, you know? And I was like, I was kind of miffed then, but having to talk about it really <laughs> puts it in perspective. Like, did you ever for a moment think that Rack would not be the most ridiculous part of this episode. No, I was so <laughs> sure that I was going to hate Rack the most of this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go into uh, our second segment, which is, of course, New Year's resolutions. Here's to another lousy millennium. Ten! Nerf! Oto! Oh, good. That's 2019, good. ringing in the here new year. Here we are. What yep, you going to do with this entire in... year, Michaela? Oh, that's a that's a pretty big question. Mm. Wow. Oh, I don't know. You go first. Well, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Uh-huh. Uh, I set goals and follow up on them quarterly. So three times a year. No, four times yeah. a year. Yeah, quarter. That's what that is. Yeah, that's four. Yeah. yeah. So every three months, you know, just sit down with my wife, talk about what's going on in every aspect of life that we can think of, break it down by category. Uh, it's similar to retrospectives, which we do at work about, you know, how things have been going, what we want to improve, what's yeah, what's going on in general. Uh, this quarter, I do don't actually have great ideas 2019 well it is the far future so uh surviving surviving would be great planting crops that's what i'm really (laughs) going for uh that would help me with the whole survival thing um and then hide from the robots that's that's really what i want to get done in the first three months of the year yeah (laughs) 
Uh, staying warm is sort of on the list, but it's a luxury at this point, right? Well, at the same time, I mean, what's going to definitely kill you? The cold or the robots? Mm, the robots, if anything around me is any indication. The cold will be difficult, though. <laughs> You can hide from the robots. You can't hide from the cold. Ooh, poetic, except you can't hide from the robots. They have so many sensors. Anyway, Michaela, what are you up to for 2019? Well, Running for president? Was that it? Prime minister? What do we have up here? Who knows? Some sort of office. Yeah, that sounds like a thing I would want to do. You could be governor general. Ooh, that's a good post. Oh, yeah. That but is a good post. I, I don't know that do you... That is like I think you just have to be places. cool. Yeah. Like, I don't think you... Because it's... Isn't it appointed? Yes, it is appointed. Because the governor general reports directly to the queen. <laughs> yeah, she's the queen's <laughs> representative in Canada, which I love as a concept. And then, like, is outside our system of government... Yeah. And I think is more powerful than the prime minister in certain situations. Like technically? <laughs> I think, yeah, technically. Again, like the queen, if the, gov- come up. if the governor general ever uses their power, there's going to be some angry people. Sure. And then there will be no more governor general at that point. Unless the royalist faction is strong. We'll see. I guess. Right. And then we have some sort of civil war, much in the way of our very free neighbors to the south. Can you imagine a civil war in Canada though because it's gonna be like what everyone against Ontario is that it or is it east west and we have to cross the barren chasm that is Manitoba to try to even get at each other and we all just freeze to death before then it's like Russian winter but on both sides it's gonna be rural Ontario versus Toronto oh no Ah! they hate us (laughs) we're such dicks they hate us yeah with Uh. our big city ways (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're fucked all right so yeah Governor General Michaela Marshall 2019. Yeah. Yeah, you heard it here first. Inciting the Civil War? Is that your plan? Well, it depends what I try to do as Governor General. I I guess guess. 2019, you get to the post, and then 2020, really, that's your vision for the glorious future of Canada. Like, how would you feel if I made it mandatory that J. True must always wear a funny hat when out in public? I think someone's already done that. (laughs) I'm gonna... (laughs) Include a list uh, or a, a p- photo of like J. True dressed up funnily. Because okay. you do not have to look far to find Justin Trudeau as like the costume contest winner oh, of good. any year. So uh, he'll be, see, I'm not going to get uh, ousted on just because of this. So no, I'll start no, small, no. right? And people won't see it coming. Ooh, Justin Trudeau is the most popular Halloween costume in Canada. Interesting. What? How do we even, how do you, you just wear a suit? That's so boring. Yeah. Anyway, oh, there are a lot of fun Justin Trudeau dressed up in various uh-uh. like native garb. Oh, For lack no. of a better word. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like he has not had great success with this. This sounds very worrying. Oh, yeah. It's super and worrying. And just like, shouldn't someone have told him? You'd think he would have something like a, like a, a cultural attache. But you got to remember it's Canada. We do things right? on a small scale. Like how offended is anyone really going to get? On to Willow being in the woods, which I mean, I know where this is going to be where Warren gets it. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you were uncertain. Uh, when Warren was going to get it, so to speak. And then and, I saw the woods yeah, and I was like, hey! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the old so, Sunnydale woods. <laughs> Xander and Buffy are trying to figure out how to even find Willow. Right. So they try to go to the magic box to see if maybe something there can help them. Mm-hmm. And this is when we have some business casual happening. Anya yeah. is fully here. She is getting better after being frozen. Uh, she can feel where Willow is, which is good and useful. Super useful. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Xander is very, very shocked to discover that it's because she's back in the old vengeance game. He gets so offended by this it's and so aggressive so strange. about it. Like he's like you're just like you have no say in this. And you were the cause of it. Yeah. Like, did like, you not anticipate this happening? This is the logical next step. Yeah, I'd yeah. be surprised if anything else had happened. Yeah. So, yeah, Xander's not my favorite character of all time. <laughs> he's weird. You've never, never pointed that out before. Goodness. I know. But, guys, he's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's, and it comes off as, like, he never really cared about Anya at all <sighs> when he just... gets so aggressive towards her so quickly. And you're like, shouldn't you be so worried strange. that she's a vengeance demon? No? Yeah. There's a, there's a bit of an interesting moment here between Buffy and Anya where... 
Buffy, Xander tells Buffy that, you know, this has happened. Mm -hmm. And there's sort of an unspoken thing where if Anya's going to be hanging out in Sunnydale cursing people, (laughs) like, Buffy can't just let that stand. Right. So, yeah, it's a little awkward. But for now... You know, Anya decides she's going to help them find Willow. So mm-hmm. everything's everything's fine. And it's also interesting that she specifically says that she wants to help to help Willow. Because up to, I would say now, like they weren't friends, were they? They, like, they actively friends. disliked each other. <laughs> they had that episode in season five where they sort of got over it to some extent. To After some Trolloth, extent. Like, yeah. That was all the character development they're going to get together. And I think that did a reasonable job of painting them as more friendly than they had been before. Anya's also got latent sympathies towards Willow as a wronged woman going For out sure. to get vengeance against a man. So I think there's sort of two prongs to this wanting to help Willow business. Yeah, and she even makes a point to say that normally Willow is in pain and wants vengeance, and so that would be Anya's whole jam, but Willow does not want someone to do it for her. No, but yeah, you know, she's probably worried about this whole Willow situation. And just because she made flip remarks about, you know, Willow going off the deep end or Willow being in an unhealthy place doesn't mean she doesn't care about her. It just means that that's Anya. That's how Anya communicates. So, yeah, yes. no, I mean, I like I like that Anya wants to help Willow like that. that That's her motivation. And I mean, by extension, probably herself and the town, because who knows yeah. what could happen. Willow is on a tear, as we yeah. see in the woods. In the woods. Warren thinks that he's got the better of her because he's got a fire axe. And you're like, listen, buddy. Yeah. You got some things coming to you. Although there is a neat, like, mythological precedent for having the simple weapon be enough to take down the person. And I like that sort of thing in superheroism where you get, like, they're good at this thing, but they're bad to this thing. And this thing might be really mundane. I feel like there's something, there's some reference to killing a a witch by chopping them in the back with an axe. I don't know if I'm just making that up right on the spot just now. I think you're just making that up. I could be. Try Uh, to find that. I sort of felt felt like having a close quarters weapon is a mistake because <laughs> once he gets close to her he's pretty fucked you would think you would think he does have yeah. this a couple more neat tricks up his sleeve though he's got a bomb snitch which is incredibly it's such a snitchy snitch. oh my god it's snitch <laughs> wings are, they're so snitchy <laughs> yeah and then it's like zipping around like a hummingbird or Maybe like, like a, a, a golden snitch from <laughs> like Harry Potter. Golden, like it's such a square. But instead snitch. of a yeah, instead of a sphere, it's a cube, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. I think we've heard of Harry Potter it. by now. It's a snitch. It's yeah. at the height of its popularity, probably. Yeah. I think so. Anyway, it's a bomb. It blows up, but Willow is unharmed because it's going to take a fucking lot to take her down right now. The axe does literally nothing. It knocks her over briefly. (laughs) I mean, she magics (laughs) her way back up, but yeah. That's a pretty good description of what all of these things managed to do (laughs) to her. Exactly, yeah. Temporary inconvenience is the name of the game. You know, she's uh, Warren zapping or getting zapped. Willow is getting frozen with some goop. Again, temporary inconvenience she is too mad for goop yeah so it doesn't go great for warren she catches up to him pretty quickly and then uses some vines to entangle him i guess yeah he's spread eagled with these vines and when you say catch up like she can teleport question mark i'm pretty sure she can teleport so that seems that way definitely helps she summons katrina's spirit to basically torment him and try to get him to admit to how much of a piece of a shit piece of shit he is Yeah, he starts off this, there's a lot of rambling from him, Mm -hmm. but he starts off really coming from a place of he does not believe that Willow will kill him. Right. And so he's trying to just be like, what are you playing at? Come on, let me go. We both know you're not going to kill me because he hasn't figured it out yet that he is in legitimate, serious trouble here. Oh yeah, it's not going to go great for him. He is very, very misogynistic in a way that has been shown before, definitely, and is expanded upon greatly here yeah basically everything he says is terrible oh yeah yeah it's almost as if the writers want (laughs) you to hate him and want you to sort of enjoy seeing him die you know they're like okay we know you don't like this guy Mm -hmm. but we think we can make him seem even worse in these next few minutes so we're gonna give it our best shot i yeah speaking of giving it their best shot um you have a picture here which i'm glad that you have (laughs) yeah titled it was his chest hair (laughs) Remember I do. the last time I was going on about his chest hair? And I thought it was a prosthetic. <laughs> yeah. 
It is not. I maintain it is not his own. prosthetic. It is, in fact, his own chest hair. It's his chest hair, and it's so weird. I mean, not to <laughs> chest hair shame, which seems like a weird thing, and I didn't expect we're, to be saying sorry. that today. But we're sorry, Adam Bush. It's yeah. really dark, but then very patchy. <laughs> so patchy. Because yeah. his hair is dark. But it's but... thick, too, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you can have dark hair and not have this thick chest hair. <laughs> But then it's so patchy, and then it's just, it ends around the neck, which chest hair tends to do, certainly. But yes, Willow's opening it up. She's got the she's got the bullet that killed Tara, and she's going to do it's bad things. It's the bullet she to... took out of Buffy, isn't it? Oh, right, yes, yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah. Anyway, she's going to do bad things with this bullet. I've captured such an unflattering picture of him. Oh, well, it's not that hard. It's not hard, but I yes, understand. He's got his tongue. He's making a real dumb face. A little bit out of his lips. <laughs> Makes him look extra dumb, so I liked it. I am Eva. I am Warren. This is how I talk. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. Things go pretty horribly for him. She starts putting the bullet right in there. She neos up his mouth so that he can't scream, (laughs) which is super great. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, this whole thing where she just wants to talk to him and tell him how horrible he is and how much she wants him to suffer... And then lets him talk again because she wants him to try to explain himself. I'm not sure what she wants. Basically, he now is like, please take me to jail. Yeah. You don't have to do this. He's figured out that he is really fucked. Super fucked. So fucked, in fact, that as Willow's friends show up to be like, hey, Willow, please don't. I've got my (laughs) black cap of stealth on, so you don't need to do this. (laughs) Yeah. She does it. Willow's not interested in that. (laughs) All the skin is coming off. Just all at once. (laughs) All at once. I mean, it's like now they can see everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, they've seen it all. (laughs) Oh, they have seen everything. Yeah. I had some questions about whether or not this would actually kill someone instantly. Uh, unlikely, right? Isn't flaying supposed to be super painful, but not actually deadly? Yeah, so I think you, so certainly you'd pass out Mm -hmm. from the pain. And then like, maybe it would be enough trauma to like, give you a heart attack. Right. But then she immolates him. (laughs) Yeah, she burns him right up. He is (laughs) the deadest of dead. Yeah. Warren no Morin. Oh, that's a good one. And we find out why Andrew and Jonathan were in this episode because Willow says one down. Oh, yeah. And the next episode is titled Two to Go. (gasps) Interesting. (laughs) Because she ain't done. No, 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 no. Once you start this sort of thing, aren't you never done? Like, that's Buffy's point, basically. Right. Cycle of violence. And yeah, you never stop. She's got a taste for it now, is that? There are infinite people who could suffer. Yeah. Anyone who is peripherally involved with the nerds at all is going down. Rack helped this man, you know. (laughs) Maybe that doesn't go great for him. Who knows? So yeah. I mean, how how excited would you be if Rack was in the next episode? Oh. Are you actually telling me that he's in the next episode? You sound so defeated. I don't want that, Michaela. He is. He is. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're so sad. Oh, this is fantastic. But he could not be. We could be done with Rack forever. Oh. We're not. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's our episode. Michaela, do you like this episode? Yeah, I kind of feel like nothing happened. Like, other things happened. It is a quick pitch. (laughs) If you're trying to tell people what happened, it's like... Willow gets yeah. mad that Tara died, goes get re- gets revenge on Warren, saves Buffy. Yeah. But like you didn't even the need end. to say that Buffy was in danger, frankly. Right. And like there are some conversations around this idea of not, you know, Willow can't be allowed to kill someone because then she's a monster or whatever, whatever. But those are but, so overplayed in the rest right. of all media. Like we've heard that a bazillion times and Buffy repeating it, especially after her incident with the cobs. <laughs> yeah. It just, it doesn't matter, especially with the momest of hair. <laughs> <laughs> with the momest. But at the same time, this episode flew by. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying this was a reptile boy where I was like, this is the 30 second thing that's spread out over for a long time nothing happens but it happens in an interesting way the nothing that happens is sort of nothing from a like overarching perspective right i guess one like, thing happens and it is yeah. it is told in a very interesting way and i'm happy to see that yeah uh don still gets shafted oh as usual <laughs> 
poor little Donnie. I feel bad for her. And all these people hate her. And I see why. She's very Uh, shriekish. And I can't imagine that's going to change much (laughs) next season. Because the writers won't let that change much. But, like... She really gets the shaft. She's brought in as a a surprise character, and then they don't know what to do with her after she's not the key anymore. Yeah, exactly. They have a very strong plan up to her being the key. And, I mean, if we consider the idea that, like, season five ends, Buffy is dead, the show is over. Then that's fine. You don't have to care about what Dawn's purpose is going forward. Yeah, absolutely fine. We don't need to worry about it. Unfortunately, two more seasons (laughs) happen and they're like, oh. Here we are. You're still in the credits, aren't you? That's awkward. We hired you to be on this show, I see. Hmm. So, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's what we thought about the episode. Before we go on to... Cheeks. Let's get to who won. Oh, yeah. I was worried that you were going to ask that. Um, Willow. I'm... Willow Hera's wins still dead. This, oh yeah. Like can Willow ever win again this season? No, she can't. Uh, yeah, like she, like Tara's dead and now Willow has taken a life and yes, it was a piece of shit that she killed, but it's still a person. So Buffy didn't die? Yeah. But right. at the same time like, you know, her friend is on the path to a really dark place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Clem. Clem gets trusted with a young girl that he can eat if he gets hungry. I was going to say that he's got this sweet pad he's looking after for Spike (laughs) while Spike's gone. You know, he's got his snacks. Don, he has a friend to play Parcheesi with now. Uh They're going to rent videos. What did he say we wanted to watch? The Wedding Planner. That sounds fun. That has J-Lo in it, so. Yeah, Clem wins, definitely. (laughs) And, uh. Well, yeah, no one else. For your outfit, are we choosing Dark Willow? I don't know. I mean, as far as outfits go, it's not that exciting. No, it really isn't. And it's very I don't iconic. want Nanya to win. No, I guess that's the other thing is like, what else do I have to choose from? Yeah, yeah okay. Well. Right, because that wasn't really the point this, this episode. <sighs> so yeah, fine. Dark Willow. Cool. I do like, it's a it's a good jacket. Yes. Willow doesn't look frumpy for once. Oh my God, right? Oh, that was a real hard turn she took the latter half of this season. After she was out of her drug clothing, she was like, well, yeah. frump all the time, I guess. We had very childish, and then she went to Wicca lesbian, and then she went to druggy, and then she just went straight to frump. Yeah. It's not been great. Dark Willow is a turn up for the book, certainly. Now, Michaela, Teeks has not Teeks. written an review for this episode oh why i don't know i don't think teeks has gotten to season six much i'm so sad i think that's what it is miss teeks we gotta take a look at next season see if we can keep doing this for now i have an impromptu teeks for you and i want you to guess what title i have given it the one where Willow kills Warren. The one where Willow gets mad. I went for a bit of a, a different oh, one. Oh, nice. I like it. I love this episode. It's one of my favorite episodes in the lead up to the end of season six. In this episode, Willow is mad after Warren shot Tara, so she tries to find him to get revenge. She saves Buffy with some magic, then they chase Warren on a bus. It turns out it was a robot the whole time, but then Willow finds Warren in the woods and takes care of him, in quotes. (laughs) Meanwhile, Spike is in Africa trying to get his chip taken out. Overall, I give this episode a 9 out of 10, which my ratings book is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that tracks for me. Now, I really like the Teeks reviews for the the just just straight up terrible episodes. I think that's where Teeks really shines because Teeks just brings a different perspective to it entirely. And for something like this, like, sure, I'm assuming that Teeks enjoyed it, except the Warren getting flayed bit was pretty gross. Yeah, and so it makes sense that Teeks would kind of skate over that. Yeah. Good old flaying. Good old flaying. Oh boy, have I seen that flaying a lot of times. (laughs) And you're about to too, friend. Hey, previously on. Previously on. Yep. (laughs) They did a good job with the effects. They didn't linger on it too much. It was there though in the shot. Yeah. And it looked pretty good. Yeah. No, it's it's very affecting because it really does. uh... (laughs) Look like someone got all their skin taken off. Yeah. Pretty upsetting, turns out. Exciting stuff. So next time Mm -hmm. we have two to go. Which two to go. probably refers to the other two. Uh, Good luck to them in jail. So this is the thing. 
I think it's pretty reasonable that Willow would not stop at Warren. No. Obviously, she blames the other members of the trio for not directly shooting Tara, but being involved with this asshat. Yep. And yeah, I guess that's, we'll see how that goes for them, right? Probably not great. Who's to say? I mean, maybe they find something really cool in jail that lets them take care of Willow. Hey man, our old pal Rack, you know, will uh, be coming on back. Oh, so we've got that look to look forward to. Spike may <laughs> still be in darkest Africa as well. You know, he's got trials, man. The good he's got stuff trials to do. just keeps on coming. Oh boy. Okay. Well, oh until next boy. time, we are very excited, of course. You can find us on Bubble Use individually, which is a now defunct social network. And I am on there at Bubble Guns, like, you know, guns. Michaela? Yeah, I'm on there at Double Bubble Trouble. Very nice. Make sure to hashtag all of those with Welcome to the Hellmouth. You can also email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. And until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.